what's up everybody here on Wild Roots Wellness. I'm the Wild Doc, Dr. Dale Brown. I'm going to be, we're going to be discussing a recent study published in the American Journal of American Psychological Association or by the American Psychological Association. Again, this is a journal of consulting and clinical psychology. The title of the research paper is The Effect of Stimulant Medications on Learning of Academic Curriculum or Curricula in children with ADHD, a randomized crossover study. So, so the results of the study find this. The medication had a large salutary, uh, statistically significant effects on children's academic seat work productivity and classroom behavior on every single day of instructional period. Some may think, well, that's great, right? More seat work was done. Um, they didn't uh, act up as much. Uh, their behavior was improved. Okay, so that pleases oftentimes the teacher. But does it actually benefit the child? And this is why I titled this, I think it was something along the lines of ADHD meds, who are they for? And at whose expense? So. However, there was no detectable effect of medication on learning the material taught during the instruction. Children learned the same amount of subject uh, area, of subject area and vocabulary content, whether they were taking methylphenidate, um, the medication Concerta um, was used in this trial, or the placebo during the instructional period. Acute effects, and this was a crossover trial. This is a well, well done, probably one of the best well done uh, research papers. And even with a member of the medical team researchers doing it, uh, being and receiving funding by Pfizer and other pharmaceutical uh, pharmaceutical uh, companies like Purdue Pharma, the results were not in favor of a beneficial effect for the child. So again, who's it for? Is it for the teacher? Are you giving, your medica giving a medication to your child for the benefit of your child or the benefit of the teacher or the environment for which they're in, the people around them? So again, going on the acute effects of methylphenidate, concerta, ADHD medications, um, on daily academic seat work productivity and classroom behavior. Again, productivity in their seat and their behavior was improved. So, but again, this is like not talking out of turn, not, uh, you know, uh, interrupting, not, not doing those things that, you know, are annoyances, but they're, they're, but that's still the way children function. I mean, I have four kiddos and the three of them that can speak right now. Oh my gosh. You know, they all want to go first. They, they don't want to take their, wait their turn. If somebody else is talking, they want to interrupt. They want to interject into a conversation. They want what they want to talk about to be the discussion here and now. That is the way kids function. And there are actually long-term beneficial effects of them wanting to be engaged and wanting to be there and wanting to be first and things like that. And if we medicate them, there's some long-term detrimental effects. There's even been studies find, finding that the brains of children with ADHD and on these medications actually have atrophy and shrinking of their cerebellar and uh, of, their, of their brain, their hemispheres. So brain shrinkings is an inference, lower weight of their brain. Um, and also side effects such as psychosis, uh, side effects such as your child should have had a heart screening before they were put on these medications. These are all side effects of the medications. Another horrific one um, that can be extremely psychologically detrimental, not, not just the psychological risks of psychosis 
and psychotic events and increased suicidal events and attempts by these children that who are on these medications. Um, these are known side effects. That's why it comes with what is called a black box warning. These medications are very, very dangerous. Whose expense? The child sometimes, sadly, and with no benefit in their actually academic achievement in terms of their learning, their cognitive performance, their capability of learning the material and then thinking for themselves and doing well for themselves throughout their life. So the prognosis for this individual is no better off. It's actually worse off because there are children that die of cardiac arrest from these medications. There are children who attempt psychotic um, actions go through psychotic actions. I mean, many of the children who um, did horrific things and shooting up schools were on ADHD medications. Um, so that being said, um, you know, that's not an expense that I would want to, to see happen to any child out there, especially my own children. You know, if I had a teacher complaining about their behavior and their productivity in the seat, and then it also made me think, well, what is the productivity? You know, it's like, what is the Sadly, the United States, what do they want? They want people to work, just do the work and pay your taxes. And that's it. They, it's like, don't think for yourself. Let the government do for it, for you, uh, or think for you. And you just do the work and sit in your seat and listen to what we say and stop acting up. And that kind of seems like what society wants people to do. The government wants people to do these days. So again, who is this medication for? Is it for your child? Sadly, if the results or the what the study is saying, if if what you want for your child is for them to learn more, to achieve more, that's not what happens. That's not what you're purchasing when you purchase these medications. Um, that's not what is achieved. And what I was going to say, beyond the horrific side effects of like the, the mental health problems and the suicide and the heart problems and the death you know, that can occur, you know, if you think about this too, the psychological damaging effects of a condition known as gynecomastia. Um, so enlargement of chest, literally young boys growing boobs. That is a side effect of these medications. All right. So again, gynecomastia, um, a rare effect of methylphenidate in adolescent boys. So your child won't do better in terms of their testing scores and the retention and understanding of the literature and information, what they needed to learn. Again, placebo did just as well. Um, now, again, I say that, but you will, if you read the study itself, you will see that there's an extremely small, an extremely small increase in both pretest before the literature, the information that was taught was presented, and then testing after they were taught. So, Testing on what they're going to be taught and then testing on what they were taught. And basically, it was like exactly the same. Ashley, if you would actually switch to my computer screen, I can show them the graph on this. Um, it's right there. So panel A, panel B, you can see the black dots being just slightly. Again, pretest. They didn't get taught the information yet. It's like, okay, we're not going to teach you math, but we're going to test you on math. And okay, slightly higher score, very minimal. So they said there may be an effect on a stimulant having the effect of a better test score in that moment because kids are able to focus on their, uh, focus on their work and, and tasks at hand and not get distracted, but not actually retaining the information once they're taught. Again, it had no beneficial effect on that. Again, why not just give them a shot of caffeine right beforehand? That's known to increase test scores. Um, why not 
allow them to smell rosemary or use rosemary when you know they're going into test testing. That is known to improve um, cognitive performance, memory, enhancement of cognitive function and test scores. So uh, what about just making sure that they had a full night's rest? Actually, in this paper, they mentioned that a full night's sleep rest actually was shown in test scores to improve test scores better than the medication statistically so um, and better percentages so why not just do those things you know so again I, I'm making sure that I'm clear on what this study found um, again a stimulant can help you focus here and now but actually retaining the information that those children are being taught on a daily basis it does not help them do that and I think parents need to be told that. And actually, this is what the researchers said. Let me see if I can find the statement here real quick. Parents, teachers, and school administrators would benefit from information about the specific, all right, specific academic outcomes upon which stimulant medication provides. Benefits. Classroom behavior versus does not achievement. So it doesn't help them achieve more helps them sit more and be more productive like it would need to be in a society that just wants to put people to work and again make them pay taxes and taxation is theft and okay anyways but achieve so they can make educated decisions yeah well if they're being educated this moment in time it wouldn't be beneficial to be on methylphenidate because if i was educating them on the inability for medications to actually improve their ed education capability or achievement it's going to help them understand that it doesn't help them understand did y'all follow me on that one okay anyways that's the way my adhd brain works at time so because i was called squirrel boy literally that that was my so i was in like the the slow reading classes in in school and my teacher <laughs> mrs catahenrich love that lady just love her love her to death um she called me Squirrel Boy, and I, for real, thought it was because I like to climb trees. I'll leave it at that. So, so, so they can make, so the teachers, parents, school administrators, they should be told that it's going to make them sit there. It's going to make them more productive in the classroom, you know, doing their work and not act up as much. Because, you know what, you know, a depressed individual, somebody who actually is suffering with a clinical state of depression, which... ADHD medications can do. You know, somebody who's depressed and just sitting there oftentimes isn't going to want to speak to their classmate beside them. So yeah, they don't speak how to turn because they don't want to speak because they have anxiety about speaking now. Oh, ADHD medications increased anxiety in children. So yeah, I can see them not speaking up as much and not acting up as much because that's oftentimes what people who are suffering with depression itself do is they are quiet they're reserved they're not really communicating with other people and that's that's not a way a child should live in my opinion so um because i didn't have a ton of time today but i did want to get a video out um on this recent paper um i will be you know bringing things like again i literally have like three or four minutes you know i'll kind of put these links and again on Places like uh, Locals where I'm putting more of the content that's being censored on YouTube and Facebook and things like that. I'll have more of the links up there. We create PDFs with documents. I'll put some of these up there. But there was one thing that like looking at like an herb, and this is one of the reasons I like, you know, 
became the persona of the wild duck and took on the name the wild duck you know why people call me that is because i love the wilderness i love the wild and actually having children exposed to not industrial complex type um environment actually having them out into the wilderness out into the wild being able to see trees and 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 you know god's green earth actually helps them study and learn and on top of that god's created herbs that have not the side effects of having children like little boys develop breasts and um increased suicide or increased anxiety or increased palpitations and heart problems um you know the it, god created this herb called passion flower and passion flower for some that i've you know pointed parents and again this is not to say that i treat adhd with this herb and i wouldn't even say that it would be a treatment for the potential of an inflammatory issue going on within the brain of these children or a lower vascular um uh, metabolic rate going on in the brain, which is found in ADHD kids, even without the medication use. <clears throat> so again, that could be why ADHD children have a risk of lower, you know, brain weight over time is because they don't get enough blood flow. So what can we do to improve blood flow to the brain? And there's things like ginkgo and there's uh, other culinary herbs, like I mentioned, like um, rosemary, but passion flower can be used for anxiety, for depression, to help benefit has research out there on neuropsychiatric disorders and its potential benefit for those people. And again, this is not a treatment for that. Just FDA did not approve passion flower for the treatment of ADHD. And I'm not claiming that this is a treatment. This is just information. And this is just straight from the research. There was no significant differences between passa flora. Okay. It's a passion flower herb. Um, it's the herb passion flower powder um, and methylphenidate. So again, on parent and teacher rating scores. So in essence, the rate of decline in acting up and being able to get work done and the, the approval of the teacher and the approval of the parent were all increased and improved with both methylphenidate and passion, passion flower. So it's like, why not use an herb that doesn't have the side effects of anxiety and nervousness like methylphenidate did? And again, I'm not claiming that passion flower is going to allow your children to retain the information in their brains to develop in them to be better educated and have a better um, academic performance in their future. I'm just saying that it, if the drug has side effects and negative effects and expenses for your child in an herb that God made that doesn't have those associated side effects and harms and expenses to your child, oh my God, I would say, you know what, I'm going to go with a safe herb that could actually help them with their um, behavior within the classroom and things like that. And thank God for that in his provisions of what he's given us in our time of need or maybe our child's time of need. So, so love you all. Appreciate you all. Please do like and share it and love it. Actually love it more than you like it. And then share it if you love children.